Hi, I'm Jonathan Mann. I'm one of the many Matts. And this is Digitally Rare, a show about digitally owned things and JPEG 2000. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) The reason I say that, Matt, is because I did an episode without you. Yeah, I I realize. I realize post factum uh, or whatever because I slept through it apparently. <laughs> <laughs> we 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 had like scheduled this thing to do this crossover episode with a really great uh, podcast called JPEG 2000 from our friends Noah Kalina and Vivian Fu. Do you know Vivian Fu at all? I don't she's know, a, she's but a I know photographer. Chickens because of no or Noah because of chickens. Right. Yeah, they're both they're both NFT people, and they do they do Excellent. a uh, this podcast called JPEG Two Thousand, and cool. we were going to do like a crossover episode, like you and me were talking to them. Oh, and, totally! And, and and oh my god, and, wow! <laughs> and they're and they're like using, and they're going to be like using now what they do, and like we get into this in the podcast is they do the thing that we were trying to do at one point, which was like let's make this not just us talking. Let's like do like a radio lab esque where it's like oh, edited totally. and there's like sounds yeah. and God, we, we go that in like and out and we have a narrative and a whole thing. The hardest thing in the world. <laughs> and we tried and we're like, do it? no, we're not going to do it. We're this. like, nah, <laughs> <laughs> let's just go back to talking to each other. Yeah. Um, but they have this really amazing producer named wow. Paul who helps them. And so, Hi, Paul. yeah. So Paul, does all the work apparently they but no but actually still a lot of work even for them unfortunately oh, of but, course yeah i mean um, you gotta the story and the narrative it, it and was, you gotta it was, think about things and you have to like yeah plan to block it and, out when we yeah. tried to do our thing it was it was like hours of pre-production it was it was so not like yeah, yeah. it was everything well they're sponsored right they're sponsored by context oh cool which Shout makes all context the, yeah, so which I think makes all the difference, right? It's like it's like it's one thing to just sort of we do this for ourselves and we do it for you, our you know, our ten listeners. But like Right. But but uh to put all that work into it, to actually like sit down and like put oh, all that work into it. Oh fun fact during post- NFT NYC at the JPEG event, not the JPEG two thousand, but the JPEG yeah. JPEG. Yeah. JPEG event, uh curation, I was, yeah. I was standing in a group of approximately like ten people all of whom self-identified as digitally rare listeners. And oh, I was wow. like, oh, this, this is, is like a super majority <laughs> of, our, of our audience. This is all of them. <laughs> this is like you, this is like 10% of all listeners. And I mean, literally, right <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have you, yeah, yeah. yeah it, was if a bomb, it was quite fun. If a bomb were to go off, like, like oh, a 10th... Oh, God, uh, the podcast you know, would... Like a, yeah, podcast our downloads would, would be decimated. Under. Yeah, <laughs> like, the literally. literal definition of decimated. <laughs> literal <laughs> definition of decimated. That's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Well, oh I'm so God. sad I missed this then. Apologies. It, I um yeah. I think in my defense I was tired. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> well, no, no, what was what great was, was that you No, it was you had stayed up all night with Shloms. That's what had happened. Oh, that's you, right. You, you had stayed up all night with Shloms. That was that was that night. Yeah, we and went uh, we went to Wet Lab and we partied with Shloms until 8 a.m. and then I slept. As one does um, after that. And so you missed a great episode. We talked. We had a wide-ranging conversation, including about chickens. And it was Which quite lovely. Which I still lovely. need one of. Need a chicken. I know. They're still going fast. It's hard, it's hard oh to get them. Oh, my God. You, you have to, even, like... Dame even was like, all right, I'll let, I'll let other people have some. Exactly. And even it, then, like, you can't get a chicken? 
I got one, luckily. Like I, oh, I but, but I obsessively watched. Like I was, I had like tons of notifications on. That's oh the way God. you have you, to do it. Do you check your like the Twitter I, account? Is you that know what, what I was using is um, Dame turned me onto. It's called shit. What's it called? Is it, is it context? No, it's like context though. It's called interface, and you it's a it's interface. a beta, and you have to um, you have to like. I DM'd them and like got on the beta. So you have to get the beta and then what you do is you you follow the contract and then mm-hmm. it sends you a and so you'll get like a, you know they've po- they've posted the chicken photo and then they've listed the chicken photo and that mm-hmm. happens maybe like a minute to a minute and a half before the tweet goes out before like it's all automated right, but right, it right. happens a minute before and then that's the time totally. you need to like refresh right. the page a bunch and then and then get it and is it is it just like a flat price on zura i guess y'all cover this in the podcast so maybe we're we're doing no no, that's okay right now yeah right now it's 0.05 on zora 0.05 okay cool yeah so i think i would just set up a open zeppelin defender uh hook to like notify me well see that's the the more developer you can you can do the you can do the fancy version of it yeah yeah Okay, cool. Maybe I'll maybe I'll get a, a chicken. Didn't I, I think I future. even I think I even begged you. Didn't I send you a, a yeah? A text you were like, hey, how do I like, script this? And I was like, please script no. this for me. I need you to do. I need to get a chicken. <laughs> was I, I must I have was one. Busy or something. Yeah, That's if I funny. set it up, I'll I'll lock it down. You know, I'll be the yeah. the uh, the next waves dame and lock down all the chickens. No, I mean you could capture many chickens this way. Yeah, I I'll, you know what I'll do is I'll set up a flashbot. That's what I'll do. There you I've go. never used I a flashbot. This is a good now, example. Apparently, they have a way that they're trying to fight the flashbots, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe oh, you, really? th- this could be a cat and mouse game where you like. I mean, you know, totally. All of this is. It's the dark forest. Exactly. That's so interesting. <laughs> wow. Well, it sounds like a delightful conversation. I'm excited to hear it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was. It was. And so, and so with that, we present to you a, a different kind of digitally rare episode where it's just me talking to Noah and Vivian. Enjoy. So we're here now with Noah Kalina and Vivian Fu. He and her of one of my my new favorite podcasts called JPEG 2000. Fantastic name. I love the the discussion. Can you guys, for our audience, can you just go in a little bit to, because I loved hearing and was it that you didn't even like know that this was the thing when you when you came up with that name? The the thing about the the extension, the file extension of JPEG two thousand, because that was, I loved hearing about that <laughs> a little bit when you guys were 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 discussing that on the podcast. Oh well, I think we knew. Well, I knew what it was, but also yeah, I've looked no it up a, a number of times, and I always yeah. just forget. Oh yeah, because it's sort of technical and makes no sense. So I just thought it would be fun to do a part of an episode about explaining what JPEG 2000 means. Yeah, I feel like Noah came up with the name and maybe it just seems so like vibey because in the first episode we collect from this artist named Jan Robert Lichta and his piece is kind of like late 90s like Windows UI. Right. And I feel like we had collected. so perfectly, yeah. Yeah, like, I think we came up with the name, like, after we had collected that piece. So maybe it was, like, in our minds, maybe? Yeah. Can't remember the order of things anymore, Noah. I've been thinking about JPEG 2000 since the middle of last year because 
I was saving JPEGs and Photoshop <laughs> confronts me with that as an option that I've never in my life selected. So I just kind of thought it was fun. I just thought it was a mm-hmm. funny format for the longest what was, time. What was hilarious to me about that conversation is I related to it so much because that's exactly, it, it, it was something I didn't really realize. But yes, I've seen that in that little in that little save dialogue. I've seen yeah. it my whole life, I feel like I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I've never clicked on it once. I've never, never. even like thought about it. I'm just like, ugh, JPEG 2000, yeah. what's that? Like, I don't want that. Who the irony saved? being, the irony being, of course, <laughs> yeah. as you point out, that it's a better file format that is like preferable. Yeah. yeah, it's funny because Paul, our editor, who by the way, Jonathan is a fan of yours. He said he almost like grew up listening to you. So oh I God. wanted to give, give a oh, wow, oh, give that's a little great. shout out to Paul and and say hello. Yeah, hey, hi Paul. On his behalf. Was that like uh, grow up? Like I wonder if he goes he goes all the way back to Game Jew or like how far back he goes. Maybe he, uh, I don't know. Yeah. 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 Reach out. But he started, we, him and I have been chatting in, in discord or whatever, and he's been saving files as JPEG 2000s. (laughs) And he said, but when he sends them in discord, they don't preview. (laughs) (laughs) So I had to download them and I'm like, yeah, this format actually sucks. So maybe we shouldn't use it. That's funny. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, we can start with the podcast because you guys do a lot of things in the podcast that I really love and I, I, I think are really great. You know, I've told you a couple of times now that like Matt and I, you know, we started this podcast like four years ago and then we took like a we took like a year and a half break. In fact, I was just talking to him about how we took the, the amount of time that we took a break is now equal to the amount of time that we've been back. So we took a break in like in like. Um, summer of 2019 and we came back in winter of 2020 and we when we came back we thought about making we wanted to make digitally rare like you have now made jpeg 2000 and we tried we like we're like and the way i would describe it is a little bit more like radio labby a little bit more like produced involved Mm -hmm. sound plays a big part there's little storylines that happen it's great and we we tried for like a couple of weeks and we're like, this is too hard. Let's just like talk to each other. <laughs> yes. This is too hard. <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit about like the formation of the podcast and, and your guys' process or putting it together. I'm sort of curious. I don't know if anyone else is going to find this interesting, but I yeah. would be find it interesting, which is some of the things you do like uh, as a team, as a, as a podcast, you guys collect NFTs, which I love. I think that's yeah. beautiful. Like that's such a fun thing. You can talk about that and the, 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 I don't want to call it a trope, the, what is it? The recurring bit of like getting a phone call from yourself from the future <laughs> is wonderful. Can you guys just talk about like how, how the podcast came about and how some of these like recurring bits have, have developed? Yeah. So the podcast, 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 podcast <laughs> came about because so like Noah, I don't know like how much backstory this requires. I, I guess I'll just give us, talk give about us the backstory. Go for it. I don't. Yeah. I mean, so the backstory is that Noah had been Noah collected an NFT of mine, and mm. I had been familiar with Noah's work just in general, but then like was sort of re reminded of Noah's work or reintroduced to his work in the NFT space. And I have a friend who named Luke who has collected 
a few of Noah's pieces from the Lumberland series. And so I remember telling Luke, like, oh my God, like Noah Kalina bought a piece of mine. Like, that's so cool. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and in addition to being a collector of Noah's NFTs, he was also a fan of Noah's podcast, All Consuming. And Luke co-founded this company called Context. And right. Luke texted me and he was like, hey, what if like you and Noah, because you guys are friends, had a podcast and Context paid for it? And I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is basically like h- how it got started, which is kind of like a, f- I feel like a funny origin story. I like um, it. It's a little, it's like a boy band. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like the guy, it's like the guy coming together with the money yeah. be like, you're great. You're great. Come together. Exactly. Make a thing. Yeah. I, I, I like you guys. And yeah. I think you two should do yeah. something together. It was, I love that. that was the perfect long story short from Vivian. I mean, yeah. it, Luke reached out to me right when all consuming was basically coming to an end. Uh-huh. So I did I wasn't even really planning on doing another podcast or anything. That show was just going to naturally end. Mm-hmm. And then Luke suggested I get together with Vivian and Vivian and I started talking and we're like, "Yeah, I think we can do this, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. we need Paul, the editor yes. from All Consuming." Right. Yeah. Because I mean, the work that was put into All Consuming that made that show good. Everything about that show that was good was because of Paul's editing. I mean, I mm-hmm. think right off the the cuff, we sound just totally ridiculous and mm-hmm. it's stupid. I would get off the the calls <laughs> doing that show and being like, that was so terrible. I hate everything about that. And then Paul would send the edit and I'm like, I'm a genius. Wow, I'm so smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, if it weren't for like that, the production element and having someone to put in that work after the fact, like it definitely wouldn't have gone. But yeah, I mean, it worked out and obviously it helps that context is supporting the show. So it makes it kind of like a job. I think that's cool too. How like, it's like a throwback to the old days where it's like, you have like, uh, you know, Kellogg's Frosted Flakes brings you, you know, (laughs) the the whatever variety hour. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's like you have one sponsor. That's, I like that about it too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I feel like having a a sponsor also makes it so that we feel motivated to sort of put more effort into production. Yes. Because I think if it was just like a passion project, it would be like a lot to do. Yeah. And you look at the numbers and you're like, oh, God, like (laughs) no one's listening anymore. Like, what do we do? How do we promote this? But at least like we we're we're motivated regardless of the Mm -hmm. audience. So so that which is in the millions, Noah. Yeah, I mean, we're yeah. millions of people. Millions and millions of people, yeah. I mean, so. <laughs> well, anyone who's listening to this who hasn't listened to it will, you know, I, I highly, highly recommend. Uh, not like our audience is giant any, either, but... Uh, it's in the billions. Yeah, the, 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 the literally billions. every person on Earth, 7 billion people. I mean, um, you've been doing it for so long. I mean, every year it's in... It, it grows. Yeah, it's just year. how it works. Yeah. It's, every year it's, we get like ten more people, year over year, ten million yeah. more. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible growth. So, you guys have done episodes on like a variety of your the 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 format so far is like each episode you take a sort of small corner of NFT, yeah, world and. And do do like a deep dive, or I would say I would say less a deep dive and actually more of a sort it's of like a, it's, it's like a personal exploration. <laughs> it looks like a personal exploration. 
is more what it mm -hmm. is. It's sort of like it's sort of exploring like your guy's own relationship almost, and then like finding another person who's like the expert and bringing them in. And you've yeah. done, let's see, you've done photography, you've done editions, mm -hmm. yeah. uh -huh. PFPs, generative PFPs, art, generative art. Yeah. Um, AI, what are some of the other ones that we're gonna be that we're gonna be hearing uh, coming up here? Uh, the, no one the wants. Oh. Well, the next one's on uh, privacy, Ooh. right? That's coming out yeah. tomorrow. T tomorrow. Oh, nice. And uh, and then yeah, the the one we're working on now is on language. So we want to do a whole show on oh. all the the GMs and the yes, like why and how oh, and fun. what what this means and how it makes us feel. Have you, have you, have you just, in the course of, of doing that, have you discovered the origins of some of these things? No. Because I'd, I'd be curious, <laughs> I, I, I'd be curious, like, like, where did GM come from? Like, where the, where the heck did that come from? Like, where did, we're all like going to make it come from? I don't know, but we're going to clip that audio that you just said <laughs> and use it for the show. <laughs> where did it come from? Yeah. I feel uh, like it just came from memes, just like GM. I feel like that's just from memes. That's just like a meme, a meme format that then people just sort of appropriated to everyday use. You don't yeah. see it as much anymore. Have you noticed that? It's, it's sort of fallen out of favor. I think it's because it's like not cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, yeah, you know, there, there's so much to say about that. I mean, that's why that's it why means so many things to so many different people and, yes. and people's perceptions of what that looks like or sounds like, you know, I mean, there's, there's serious culty vibes to that stuff. A hundred percent. So it's a massive turnoff and I, th and it turned, it definitely turned me off when yep. I started seeing that oh, initially. Yeah. So, you know, I, that's why I think I want to talk about it on the show because yeah. there's a lot to unpack there. And I think once you're able to weed through it and you know, figure out why and, and also maybe even see like, oh yeah, it's all just kind of a joke or it's a, it's a meme. Like it starts to make more sense and then you can feel a little more comfortable with it. But yeah, I mean, lots there. Yeah. I had a friend who's like not in NFTs and they, 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 they said it felt extremely hostile to them. Like it's, <laughs> it felt like incredibly hostile. These people saying like, GM, say it back. I'm like, yeah, that is <laughs> yeah. kind of hostile actually. If you think about it in a weird way. Yeah, I feel like it's coming into like, I feel like entering NFTs is like you're coming, you're like opening a door to like a party and you have no idea what the party's <laughs> going to be like. Yeah. And then you open the door and it's like a bunch of people who seemingly have like nothing in common except for the fact that they all like to buy JPEGs. <laughs> and the and like the vibe in the party is really intense, but like low key kind of off. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's really hard to enter a party like that with like, yeah, yeah. no, like, you're just like, yeah, this seems like it could be fun. And you like come in and it's just like this fucking weird party. And like, I feel like that can be really jarring for new people. Oh, I don't know if you hear my cat in the background. I do. Oh, yeah. I, do. I thought that like was it. maybe okay. my cat. Or Marv, something. Joey. I as like, also coming from a photographer's perspective where people tend to be like, kind of really serious about their work. And right. like, there's been like a... Photographers hate change and hate like new things. And, you know, it just seems like, like everything happening is wrong and off and you don't want to have anything to do with this, but here, but here actually is like a great opportunity to show and potentially sell your work. So it, it, 
for photographers especially like like specifically too yeah yeah it's it's an um, it's an amazing you know i don't i don't like to call it a medium it's not really a medium although it can be it's an amazing technology to be utilized by photographers and especially digital photographers and new photographers, photographers who don't even ever consider making prints. Like this is a way for them to actually have their photographs respected on the internet. So God forbid. Yeah. I I, I mean, I also feel like it's not just like monetary. Like I feel like something that a lot of people don't understand is like, I feel like they come in and the story that they're being told about how to be successful in NFTs is to like make a shitload of money selling art that you've already made. And I feel like that could be like an entry point for people, but I feel like the thing that's actually interesting is, hey, here's like an entirely new world that is going to like expand your mind about like what your creativity could be. So for example, like, and I know you guys want to talk about this, but me, I'm just going to bring it up now. It's like, Noah, like, do you think you would be doing chicken dot photos right. if NFTs didn't exist? And I think it's really interesting, like the types of creativity that NFTs and Web3 can unlock for our like puny brains that are sort of like fed this like lab rat diet of like Instagram likes. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I think that we've been trained to create in these sort of like rigid boxes for so long. And I feel like NFTs encourages people to experiment. And I feel like that's actually the thing that's interesting. And it's like not the thing that anybody ever talks about. And I think that's why I know. And I like to focus on the artwork when we're talking to people for JPEG 2000, because it's like, here's all of these people doing these interesting things that almost that feel either related to web three or like, might not have existed unless if they were participating in this space. And I, I don't know. Sorry. I'm like caffeinated. That, so I'm just I like, think that blah, was blah, really blah, blah, blah. well, I think that yeah, was no, well amazingly well put. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. And it, it has become this, this new space. It's, it's a digital art world that, yeah, it might've existed before. We've all been hanging on the, hanging out on the internet forever, but it, the monetary component is certainly helpful. I mean, it is a motivator. I mean, we were saying this even about our own show. Like, the reason we're able yeah. to do it is because there, there is the potential promise. There's no guarantees, but, like, it's, it's possible if you do put out the, the right kind of work. I, I think chickens is a great example, though, Vivian, and, and, of, and you're right. I do really want to talk about it. But uh, it's a great example of what you're saying because, uh, yes, the Internet – for the for for the entire time it's been around, there's been lots of really fun, wacky, crazy experiments like chickens, right? Sure, like I can think of a handful of things that are even down to things where like you can go right now, right, and like find a a, a cam and watch the eagles nest or whatever, and or, or totally. see the little baby bears in their little hibernation cave or whatever. But the thing that's the thing that's new about chickens or things like chickens on both sides of the equation is. On the one side, there's this aspect of collecting. There's this aspect of ownership. This aspect of like being now, now instead of just like watching the chickens or just like I go every day and I look at the chicken blog and I see the pictures of the chickens, now I can participate in the chicken, you know, thing by by collecting and right. having that and that, you know, and signaling what it means. Dame, you know, one of the an early 
an early chicken collector. Collector, you know, was tweeting yesterday like all of the different projects that that they've been collecting, and the the signal that they are trying to send by saying these are the kind of projects that I like, versus say you know having a board ape in my profile. Like, there's something very interesting happening there. Um, and chickens is a perfect example of that. I feel like it's a it's a it's a real distillation of of that kind of like. Why are we collecting these chi- these pictures yeah. of chickens? Which which maybe we should like briefly say what chickens is. Please do like, yes for Tell anyone us. listening and being like, why are these people talking about chicken? Yeah, well, it, this is funny because when Jacob Bajani, the the guy who I've been working on this project with, and I started this, it was mid early, oh, well, mid last year, maybe uh, you know, like like early autumn of last year. Mm. And to be honest, like the NFT component did not ha- play any role in the uh, inception of this project. We, oh, really? were, we oh. were not thinking of it as a NFT project. And but I think were ev- you thinking about it because you were inspired by NFTs at all? N- even if no, the intention- so, no. so Jacob had done a project with another mutual friend, uh, Ben Gold called Ben's door, which was a, automated like doorbell like if you rang ben's door it took a photo of whoever was at his door i know ben oh that's so funny it automatically uploaded it and then it like made a t-shirt or something Mm -hmm. or a you could put it on a mug something Mm -hmm. like that it was it was a more like traditional internet ridiculousness project right Mm -hmm. where like you it went to cafe press or something you know like like you could buy a uh, t-shirt iphone case or something i mean i could be getting this wrong but that's that's what i remember and i was like so i saw that and i was like this is so cool i love this and i love like these random internet projects so i wrote to to jacob and i was like can we do this for the chickens and that's what kicked that off. And it was ultimately just going to be a newsletter for me. I was writing a newsletter at the time, and it was just going to be a story about putting this together and setting up, you know, a Raspberry Pi, which is something I wanted to experiment with anyway, is like something that would do uh, like on a time lapse with a Raspberry Pi or some, something like that. But it was it took so long for us to actually put it all together. And in sort of in the meantime, Jacob had gotten into NFTs and the technology and started working with Mars Mayers. And like they, he built that whole website to sell basically a Mars Mayer every day, which Jonathan, you know that project, right? Like, yeah, that's another just like mind fuck of a project. It's so yeah. Cool. So involving blind auctions and exactly. you don't know how much everyone is bidding. It's very fun. We and actually t- talk about that in the next JPEG 2000. We, and we time have based. both of them on. The, yeah, there's totally. a thing here about the, about mm-hmm. it being time based and the chickens being chicken based. There's something mm-hmm. there that that's that's very <laughs> the chickens being chicken based. <laughs> it is. It's chicken. It's chicken. It's wildlife. Wildlife. Uh, well, it's <laughs> something I want to get into because I because I want to talk to Noah about that. But anyway, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Well, so yeah. I mean, I guess you know, I guess like long story short, it is when we were just about ready to go, it was like. All right, we we're having this. It's automatically uploading to the internet. It's it's a website, but why don't we sell these as NFTs? Also, like, why not? Like, the, you know how to make this technology. You know how to write the contract and like send it to Zora and do whatever needs to be done to mint an NFT and list it as as a bid and whatever you know whatever that backend technical stuff is. And it was like it was like yeah, totally. Like this sort this works. 
And it's something new and exciting and fun. And we actually had no idea that it would be. I was going to say, and then you poor, you poor guys, you're like, oh, let's just do this for fun. And then it turns into this like nightmare of like, everyone's mad at you because they can't get a chicken. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, and still, yeah. I mean, I'm not you, but from the outside, I feel like people are just kind of like performatively mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I don't which, know. I, I, I no, can tell I you, Vivian, I was, I was genuinely, I was not mad, but I was genuinely frustrated. I was like genuinely like, please get, I really want a chicken. Like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like rushing to my computer, yeah. you know, to like. I, yeah. Well, so I mean, I obviously I think that's amazing. I do still have some friends though who have essentially given up. They're like, oh, there's no way. Oh, and like, yeah. and they, they still sort of have this grudge, like. I don't know. There was like a chicken that sold in three minutes the other day. And it's like, fuck yeah. My time is, it's almost like I'm probably going to be able to get one. in (laughs) When the supply grows great enough, people will be like, people get bored. So I'm wondering about that. It's like, should I start reducing supply or like, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of mechanics to this where it's like. Okay. um, But, but, but now this is, this is, this is my main critique of the project. This is where my, this is, I have like my main. Oh no. Because I love (laughs) the project, but, but this is my main critique because I think, and I think I, I was sort of trying to tweet this at you, but maybe I wasn't saying it correctly, but I'll say I'll say it this way, which right. is like um, Mars Mayers, right? For instance, or yeah. you know, Song of Day is another example. Or M- Matt, who's not here, you know, often works at this intersection, and it's something you guys talked about in your last episode, which is about additions. And additions are tricky because you have to. There has to be a choice that you make. You make a choice at some point right. that is just. It's there's you can. And I'm going to go off on a bit of tangent here, but like when you when I first found this out, maybe and I don't know if you guys know this or not, but like when a protocol has a coin, right? Has like a has like a has a token of some sort, or like uh, like what's what's an example? Like was it ENS? Right? Has like a mm-hmm. has their drop that they did. The amount of coin of tokens that they decide to make is completely arbitrary, right? It could literally be anything. They just make up a number. There's no there's no rhyme or reason, and it's sort of the same thing when you decide about how many additions you're gonna do. It's just that you you can you can base it on like oh I'm gonna choose the number that means something to me, but there's other ways of doing it where you tie it to something that is that is not arbitrary that or or is arbitrary in a sort of different way outside of the purview of human interaction or human. So the best example that I know of is Matt's project, Matt Condon, the, the co-host of the project, who has, you know, aleatoric, where when he sleep talks at night, which is not yeah. something he can control, mm-hmm. it mints, you know, it mints the NFT. It's uh-huh. it's out of it's it's beyond the human's control. Or <laughs> yeah. Mars Mayors mm-hmm. is is controlled by time. You know, there's 365 of them. That's what there's gonna be. Song a day. I only make one every single day. It's time based. What I wish chickens was on some level is I wish it was just purely whenever the chickens, whenever something makes the thing happen, yeah. that's the that's how many gets minted. Where there's no human interaction, yeah. where you could not constrain or make larger the supply. The supply is completely determined by by nature, by them, not by you. That yeah. would. I feel like that's 
kind of the case with the rest of like Noah's things. Do you know what I mean it's like I took a picture of this thing every day and or mm-hmm. like X amount of times and then like it got that that bottle that building got remodeled or like that tree yeah. fell down and <laughs> yeah, then it's yeah. kind of like it's and then done. It's over. The, the it's natural over. progression of that. So can you talk a little bit about why you decided not to go that route and why you decided to go a more curated route? Right. Well, one thing is, and I, I think this is a perfectly valid critique. And, and I, I think I did say this to you on Twitter is like, I, I agree with you, but yeah, there, and here are the, like the millions of reasons why this doesn't, it no, doesn't totally. work. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing is like right now, like squirrels might be in front of that sensor and like it's just firing off like yeah like yeah. basically the, there would be a hundred frames yeah. of right. just like the grass you know <laughs> or a little chipmunk or something and it's just boring and like if we were to actually mint every one of those to me see to me that's that <laughs> that's cool it's so cool like, i that, know but yeah. but there is a fee, if yes there's, there's a trade-off there there's a tra- it's like it's like what do you want the art to be do you want we the would, art to we, be yeah and i mean we could set it so those were just publishing you know it's just automatically publishing to the website and that would be be something but you know and listen i'm speaking for marcel here because yeah. and yes. marcel's the rooster yeah. Right. It is his. It is really his project. These his aren't project. my photos. Yeah. So you know, and he's a chicken, and he's a chicken brain, and you know, maybe he's not always right. <laughs> but like the rea- you know, the reality is like, like if we were to like actually mint everyone, like there's, it's like eight dollars, let's say, yeah. a photo. Like we, yeah. I th- we would, It'd we be would very go. Expensive. It would yeah. be very expensive, and you know, that's hundreds of dollars a day, if not more, and it probably wouldn't make up with what people would would purchase. I, I've spent nine, I just got my Dow to reimburse me. I spent, since January 1st, I've been minting one song every day since January yeah. 1st. Uh, I've spent 9.19 ETH yeah. in transaction so, fees minting every day since then. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, yeah. it's no that's joke. That's just one. That's one. Exactly. That's one NFT, yeah. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's expensive. And so that's, that's the thing. It's like, we're, like just being pragmatic here, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not looking to lose money. I'm actually looking to like gain money. <laughs> for, for the so. ner- for the nerds, for, for like to, to get in the nitty gritty of that, because you're using the Zora Auction House, which is also what we're using. Or not, you're, right. it's not an auction; it's a listing. But yeah, you not only you have to mint it. So there's mint yeah. is one transaction exactly. Approve. And then list. Yeah, that's three transactions per thing, and those each of those costs. Right. I don't know. Did, I'm not sure about the approve. It's definitely mint and list. Mm-hmm. There could be a fee for the the approve. Maybe the but, approve is only um, for an auction. That that may only be for yeah. auction. Anyway, um, it's still a lot. It, it's it's a lot, and I mean, I think our contract is like pretty efficient or whatever. Yeah. You know, but. Whatever the case may be, it's that's that's one thing, and so it's it's a combination of that just being yeah. very expensive, and also like even if it is like a picture of a squirrel or a chipmunk, I I would prefer to you know, and Marcel too, like would prefer to just have better looking photos <laughs> yes. on the site, that, site, like yeah. So uh, and Vivian and I sort of talked about this in our. I, our, it was probably our AI or maybe our GAN episode. And I think I took some inspiration from this where we were talking to artists who do GAN. Right. And mm-hmm. they run the process and they get, you know, they get all these different pieces and then they curate them. Yeah. Because yeah. some are just absolute shit. 
Right. And it's like, they, yeah, sure. They could just unleash the entire like edit. Well, well, yes. Right. But yeah, they're, they're, they're stepping uh, in. There's human intervention, which sort of elevates the art, I think. Something that I think about is like this NFT project that I was like really excited about. And then it started minting and I was looking at the pieces that were minting and it was clearly like they had just taken frames from like video art that they had made and it wasn't like ran it didn't seem randomized enough. So people might mint like 10 and you might get like five that are just clearly one frame after the other. It's like oh, frame one, frame two, frame exactly. three, frame four, yeah. frame five. Yes. And it's kind of like, it's not like that bad if there is another piece that looks almost identical to the piece you have. It is annoying if you have five identical pieces. Yes. Yes. So and I think it. A hundred percent. And I know that like chickens isn't like you know, like blind mint or whatever, but I feel like having a little more variety, I think. Oh, Vivian, a hundred percent. And it almost is a blind mint in some ways because it's so, I can tell you as a minter, it's so frantic. I don't even look at the the damn thing. I'm just like, I'm just like, mint, 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 mint. I don't know what I'm getting. I just want it. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't know that it was going to be like this. And when Noah started releasing them, I was like, I wanted to buy the first one, but then Jacob bought the first one. And then I think I... Dame got like the next five or something. Yeah. And people have been making bots to do it. Like to just like follow the ether scan and get them... Nuts. uh, Yeah, I should have just gotten one to begin with but i was like oh i'm gonna like wait for like a different one and like yeah. now like that's not an option <laughs> not, a, not a possible um yeah vivian that's so interesting that you say that you said that about that project because that was something that we thought a lot about specifically when i was minting the back catalog of song a day you know we did this mm-hmm. big drop of like all four thousand songs and it was really important to me that people didn't get sequences of songs so if they minted mm-hmm. five I didn't want them to get five in a row. I wanted them to get five. I wanted them to get, well, you know, one from year three, one from year 10, one from year four. You know, I wanted them to get a whole variety because I felt like it would be really boring just to get these in a row. I feel like that's like really important. I feel like the whole point of me getting a randomized collection of things is that it's fucking randomized. Yeah. Well, and it's what what's different is that it's easy to do with generative projects that are that are mm-hmm. inherently generative, but if you have something like a video that you are that is sequential yeah. or yeah. you have a project like Noah's or a project like mine that is sequential, it's actually very tricky on the contract side and we actually spent an exorbitant amount of time figuring out technically on the contract side totally. how to take something that is sequential and make it randomized it's not easy to do in the in the world of solidity in the world of like of smart contracts it's actually not super obvious unfortunately yeah yeah def- i'm just here to talk shit i'm like fuck the technical <laughs> problem well yeah i mean the technical stuff i mean do that's something yeah yes, exactly. exactly i mean yeah. i mean jacob does stuff on this thing and i'm like okay yeah, you know, <laughs> all right. You, good. You're yeah. running that problem by me. I hear you, and I believe. I believe. I believe in your choice. Whatever choice what you make, I support <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I I think that's the perfect point about the the same photo over and over again, and it's actually made my life very hard because I'm 
I am editing, I'm curating a selection. And there are sometimes photos that it's like, I think I like this one a little bit more than this one that was taken Mm -hmm. five seconds later, but I don't know. And maybe, and then it's also like, I'm, I don't want to mint literally every one, but I want to like keep the feed going. So I'm like, which one should be minted versus which one just goes up. And then I see ones that go up and they seem like, oh, that would have been a great, actually, I should have minted that one. I don't know why I didn't, it seems popular, but. So I had, I had an idea when I was listening to you say that (laughs) my, it's my dream that the next big thing, and we're, we're working on one in my DAO actually for song a day. There's this concept that was around back when I was first getting into crypto in like 2017, 2018 called TCRs. Have you guys come across TCRs yet? No. So it's, it's, it's this idea called a token curated registry. And, and the idea is it's actually like a de- – the idea is like it's a decentralized way of curating essentially. It's okay. like a way to curate on a group of things – in a decentralized way. And it uses sort of tokenomics to do this. And I am not very qualified to like make to make you understand this in any kind of in-depth way. But the way that like the way that people always describe it, I think, in a like a high-level way, is it's sort of like imagine like Yelp or something, but but it's, but but the way that you rank them is is by like essentially staking some kind of an financial incentive you know you stake something right. and then if you're right you get rewarded and if you're wrong you get punished and so <laughs> well, what's right and wrong who's deciding what's right and wrong the the group the, okay. the there's the, there's the, like a group consensus forms and if it turns out that you were right like if, if a lot of people agree with you so i guess right. the way that this would work in chicken photos okay is that instead of you curating them chicken photo uh, connoisseurs such as me and dame yeah and Holder. vivian would come yeah, along yeah. and we would and we would hold the chicken token right and we right. would we would put our chicken token onto a given chicken photo that this is the one that should be minted and if more and if and if I'm the first one, say, to like put my token on this one and a lot of people come in later and agree with me, I earn more chicken token because I was right earlier. Yeah. Anyway. That's very cool. I love that big brain stuff. But also I just kinda wanna go out and take pictures and it's like, okay, some people can figure that out. Like who yes. is there a plug in for that? Not yet. Um, yeah, yeah. I love I do love it. And I love that those things are p- being thought about and are Yeah, we're doing it in Songada. We're doing it with yeah. like Songaday songs where we're gonna create categories. Songs that were written in hotel rooms, songs about right. TV shows, songs you know, written outside, like Noah, you own one of mine that's like was made outside. Yeah. And then you come in and you're going to be, there's going to be this type of currency called song dust that you like sprinkle onto the different songs that you think are best in this category. And then if you were right, you get more song dust as people come in. And if you were wrong, you don't get as much. That's sort of how it's going to work. Right. Yeah. Cool. Is there like, I mean, I guess what ultimately though, what's the incentive? Like, does that dust have, monetary value it does it does like a several steps abstracted so each song dust it each bit of song dust like if you collect enough of it could turn into a song could turn into a song nft itself right so it's like a it's like a ticket at the fair 
Yes, in some ways. Because it's an internal token of sorts. Yeah. Uh, that has no actual value value outside of its own ecosystem. The song token literally, (laughs) the the main song token literally represents one song NFT. One song, but then what we're taking is we're like splitting that one song token into like a thousand tiny little pieces. And that's the dust. Yeah, So you have to collect a lot of dust to collect to make one song token. Anyway, Vivian, I don't know (laughs) your, (laughs) your... origin story in I know Noah's to a certain extent and, and I would like to hear that too for the for everyone but I don't know your entry point into the space can you can you give us your yeah your, your red pill or whatever they call it what a, yeah call my it, crypto it? pill or whatever yeah so I was working at this company called bite which was sort of oh. meant to be like the spiritual successor to vine right Dom and Hoffman's then, thing mm-hmm, yeah. yeah Dom's yeah. company and just in 2020, I used, it. I used Byte. I was like yeah. using it for a little while. I feel yeah. like a lot of people like used it and then they yeah. left, which was <laughs> yeah, kind of yeah, like the yeah. which was kind of the problem. And then yeah. TikTok <laughs> just became like so like cracked out yeah. during the pandemic yeah. Yeah. that we just kind of like got crushed. Yeah, I don't know if Dom, if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. he's doing fine. Yeah, but yeah. after Byte ended, it was like. I think my last day was like January 15th, 2021. And my manager at that company was Adam Ludwin. And he had kind of like a crypto background. And he knew that I was really into art and the internet. And he was like, I think you should look into NFTs. Like that might be something you're like, you would be really interested in. And I used my severance to buy some Ethereum and then just started kind of bucking around is basically it like and I think because by ended and me and my coworkers were all sort of like entering nfts at the same time it was kind of nice because there were other people that I could like kind of talk to about it so Luke who is the one who suggested we do the podcast him and Adam actually started context and um you know just like being able to be like Luke like what's this like explain it to me like it was just kind of nice to have another friend who was maybe totally. more like technically minded than me, but was yeah. also kind of like a beginner that I could, I felt comfortable talking to. And I think it was really nice having a, a friend to like hold my hand through like, and then this is how you like buy an NFT. And then like, this <laughs> is how you send ETH to a different wallet. And like, this is like a wallet address. And it always strikes me how like, even though we're all like technical people and we like know how to use computers and stuff like you getting like the beginning steps of using crypto is not is still for everybody is like is difficult it's totally yeah like it requires that kind of like hand holding for sure and so and so and so so that was january 2021 like how far before you started selling your own photographs was that obvious to you or was it like were you just like "Ah, i'm not sure about this or like what was your reaction I think it was mostly just, like, I didn't necessarily want to just start, like, putting shit on the internet to sell. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because I wasn't, like, certain about NFTs or anything. It was Yeah, you just wanted to be of, more thoughtful about it. Totally. Like, I just don't want to be like, I here's some pictures I farted out, like, 10 years ago. Like, <laughs> now they're here. I think I bought NFTs first. 
And I think I was just like, this is something I'm interested in. And the only way I'm going to learn about it is by like participating. So like, I'm going to buy this thing. And then similarly with like selling photos, I was like, well, the only way I'm going to learn about how to make an NFT is to like do the process. So I really thought of it more as like, I'm just learning about the space and like how to do stuff in the space more than I was thinking about like, how do I become an NFT artist? And I think that's maybe still the case. Like, I don't know that I'm actively pursuing trying to be an artist within the NFT space. Uh, yeah, in the, in the way that some people do, in the way that some people are like, now I am an NFT artist. Like, that's a, there's a very, I think, like distinction between mm-hmm. people who sort of have, 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 have incorporated that into their identity, right? Mm-hmm. Or, 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 or more like, more like what I think both of you have done, which is like, hey, this is now like a new avenue that I'm exploring. Yeah, and I think it's just interesting, like, to see what people are doing. I don't know. Well, and Vivian, like, like, you would describe yourself as an internet artist. Mm, I think that's you, babe. You're the internet (laughs) artist. (laughs) Noah doesn't describe himself as an internet artist. That's, um, like, deep JPEG 2000 secret lore, which is, like... Uh, early on, we wanted to have this reoccurring bit where we would like ask guests like, oh, like, what do you think? And how would you define Internet artist? And then we like try to make Noah decide if he's an Internet artist. But well, sorry, I, I, I turned this question about me into being about you. Yeah, well, but I think I think it's relevant because you are so connected to the internet at least this is how i see it like where the internet is so much about your identity and it like and in growing up where it was like literally how you express yourself where i think like old men like me and jonathan (laughs) came from a time where like the internet wasn't everything right and like the people our primary influences definitely we're not using the internet, like what, how we ended up adopting it. So who, who actually influenced our work were like, it was like looking at people who had nothing to do with this world that we were like forging. And, and in many ways we were sort of, we were made to feel bad about using the internet sometimes, or like it was embarrassing. Like I would, a lot of the times in my early internet life, like people like, turn their nose up at using the internet or posting your photos online. Like, how dare you do such a thing? How (laughs) dare you be a, you know, digital photography? Like that's, that's not real, but I don't think you have that baggage. No, but I also think it's kind of different because it's like, I don't have that baggage, but I also think it's like a different side of the coin or something. So it's kind of like as a photographer, a lot of my work was sort of like pictures of my life, like self-portraits. And then it was like selfies, like, and then that sort of like selfie (laughs) conversation became so dominant. And it was like, women are so fucking stupid. (laughs) They're taking selfies because they're narcissists. Like, blah. So I feel like it's, it's like, I don't have the baggage that you do, but then it's kind of like the different baggage. There's a different, there's a different, there's an other baggage that, that came. Yeah. I mean, I guess just more to the point though, about like embracing NFTs, I think it it, it might be a little bit harder for, for the plus 
38-year-old person on the internet versus anyone, you know, younger than that to embrace this new thing. It's like, oh yeah, the world changes, the internet's changing, like this is a new thing on the internet versus like the traditional art world, the traditional photo world and like this is how it's supposed to be done and oh, you're going to do that, like that's wrong. Where I think I think for like someone like you, it was like, oh yeah, this is a new thing. Cool. Let's check it out. Like let's not like feel like that the the world is ending because of this new technology. Totally. Um, I also think like, yeah, I feel like I'm just reiterating what you're saying, which is just like, I grew up like really thinking about like internet communities and I feel like internet communities were really like important to shaping the way that I see the world. So it's like all of my friends are made through like internet or like, many opportunities I've had is the result of like friends I made through the internet. And I don't know how the internet has facilitated like various like art subgroups. So in my mind, it didn't seem that strange that like, there is this like new Here's thing. There's another going one. On. Yeah. There's yeah. like another one. And I'm just like, cool. Like I want to know about that. Yeah. And I think I'm also just like generally somebody not like disillusioned by like traditional art world. Cause I've never really pursued that, but I don't know. I feel like this is just me rambling about how I think the internet is cool. (laughs) The internet is cool. I'm wondering, I know Noah has another big project that he's, NFT project that he's working on that is a a long-term. Noah, how much can we say of it? Can can I, have you said anywhere publicly that that is going to happen eventually? You know something? I don't know if I have or I haven't, but I don't think, yeah, I have. On JPEG 2000, bitch. Oh, (laughs) Um, which we can talk about but but I'm also wondering Vivian if you have any are you working on any like any big sort of comprehensive thing that you could talk about or or anything that you can't talk about and or etc not particularly I think I don't have like the technical acumen for doing kind of like bigger projects and I kind of don't really she think that- for you. Oh, I thought she was just thinking. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was that's like, really funny. wow, this is a- okay. She's back. Oh, she's back. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. My internet has been annoying. I don't have any upcoming projects. I feel like what I have is a bunch of photos that I've made before. And I, I feel like photography in this space is kind of so tricky. And I don't want it to be like, here's some pictures I took in the past and here they are now. Like, I just don't think that's like interesting in my opinion, for me at least. And there's something that I've been thinking about, like Xeroxes. I'm like, oh, what if I just like did a bunch of Xeroxes and it was just kind of like a blind mint situation. You get like a picture that's like a Xerox. But I mean, that sounds good. I like that. I feel like it would be fun because it kind of, uh, speaks to it's kind of like okay if like the Cadillac of art pieces is like oh you get like a giant framed like really mm-hmm. nice print like what is the NFT version <laughs> of like uh you know one of many and I'm just like oh it's like a Xerox a Xerox yeah but I'm still thinking about it mm-hmm. I just don't think that the move is to be like and then here's my new collection of like ten pictures like I don't I sort of feel like that era is like not thriving right now yeah i mean not not much is thriving at this particular moment but but yeah noah you you are you are in the process a long process right of collecting and releasing your 
20 plus year selfie. Speaking of selfies. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I invented the selfie by the way, just in case uh, I'm responsible for everything that has happened. Um, so I, first I apologize to everyone and, um, but we have to move on and yeah, I mean, it's funny because in many ways, like that project started at the dawn of the digital revolution and like in many ways, like bringing it around like full circle and like embracing the NFT, like medium or at least technology, like feels like a perfect place for this work. I mean, yeah, we, I do plan to release every photo as an NFT and I've been definitely been working on this for over six months. I think the whole, the major holdup was finding a good developer initially, but now I've got Jacob to work on it and we're just like, we're now like fully just, we're just, instead of speeding because everything was so hot just six months ago and it was like, we got to get it out now. Like we're able to cool off and be like, yeah, we're just going to take our time. And it's likely this will be released on the 23rd anniversary. Uh, So on on the January 11th, 2023. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's the yeah. only thing that makes sense is like is yeah. is waiting for a is waiting for a uh, an anniversary of yeah an anniversary. But it's it's funny because the the original viral video of that project, which was six and a half years, which I put out on YouTube in the year two thousand six. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Was you yeah. know, and that was one of YouTube's very early viral I, videos. Vivian, do you remember seeing this? Because I I hundred percent like remember <laughs> seeing it like at the time. Yeah, I think it was like my seventh birthday and (laughs) I remember like using my parents' computer to look at YouTube and it popped up. Wow. Because it was on the front page, right? It was on the first. Oh, yeah. 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 For a while, I think. Which back then, that's like, it's so funny. Like back then, that was the thing that you needed to do to go viral was there's somebody who like decides what goes on the on the front page of you, the person who yeah. curates it, and yeah. if they find your thing and they put it there, then suddenly you're a viral sensation. So I I, I mean I, I credit Jason Kotke because it was Kotke.org that there like found it two weeks after I initially released it, and him putting it on his website is what basically set off the the chain you know yeah the chain reaction and then it got and then it was one of those things where overnight you know i went to sleep one night and then the next morning there were i had a million views and you know my my website was shut down and you know like my email didn't work anymore because of just too much traffic uh but yeah for that time period like having a million views was crazy viral was like like mind-blowing yeah it was mind-blowing and then like you know, TV wants to talk to you and Katie Couric and Australian television, the whole, the whole viral thing happened. I but, did Australian television. Yeah. They love, you know, they love, uh, American viral s- sensations, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, I get m- my point though was I had, I was inspired by another artist who had done a three year version of that type of project and put it on YouTube. So I saw that and I was like, oh, I have to do this now. <laughs> so then instead of making it an anniversary date, I was just like, I'm just going to put this out in a month like yeah. from now. Yeah. So that's why it was just like a random six and a half years and not a full anniversary yeah. date. Yeah. But it was really about just like jumping on like the hype machine, which is just like what I think a lot of us tend to do is like something super hot. You got to hit it now because it's it's 
what's happening, but was that fortunately a pain in the ass things have cooled edit? down. Was that a pain in the ass to edit in 2006? No, I think I just used like Windows Movie Maker uh. and uh, <laughs> like I, yeah, another yeah. another sort of ironic thing about like the biggest projects I've ever done are the things yeah. that I literally spend the least amount this, of time. This is this is but um, this is the this is the theme of my life. This is the yeah. theme of my absolute life, which is I like to say that my my whims go exactly. far and my my schemes fail oh. hard. That's my that's it's my with, motto. It's what, when I see people just like toiling over year long projects, I'm just like, oh man, I, okay. I, I hope that you works know, out like, for you. Exactly. It's like never worked out like for really me. Just, just like vomit out the whatever idea on any given day. And that is one of those might be the actual hit. But I mean, obviously, like the project was six and a half years to that date. So like there was a, a whole lot more to that than just the edit, but the edit itself, like it literally only took me like an hour to put together. But then my girlfriend at the time did write that song that went with the video. And in many ways that song is what sort of like, I didn't know that. Like, I mean, that's what really like struck people or the combination of the two. Yes. The song is integral, integral. Yeah. So, which, which in and of itself at the time, yeah. So oh, in many good. ways, like... Say more, Noah. Yeah. Well, so that's like a long story in and of itself. I mean, we are still friends, you know, I mean, this mm-hmm. it's almost ancient history at this point, but like it changed both of our lives in ways mm-hmm. that like, you know, we also just left each other related and unrelated to that. But yeah, I mean, that's not, I mean, music on the internet is a lot more valuable than images on the internet. I mean, she, and in many ways, like I was never able to monetize that video because of that song, because she gets all of the royalties <laughs> for that video because the song has the, the license and the video oh, just the doesn't song matter. has like the, right. It has the licensing infrastructure. Yeah. Yeah, um, like licensing is so weird how like the laws are so different because I have a friend who's a videographer and it's kind of like we did an ad campaign together and like I basically get to make more money because it's like, oh, like you'll pay to license the imagery, you'll license the imagery for X amount of time. And she like doesn't get that for the video. Like she's just like, wow, oh, this yeah. is the flat rate you're going to fucking get to make this video versus right. like me. It's like, oh, the license is up. Do you want to renew? And then it's like yeah. an opportunity to like make more money. Yeah. And that's like not the case for her. Yeah, the, it, it's what it's funny. And that's and that's like another thing that hopefully NFTs could maybe fix someday or like truly or, the thing that it should solve is the is, weird discrepancies. Well, micro, micro royalties yes. on on visual images, which mm-hmm. should somehow be baked into every time a photo is lo- loaded. There's there's the ability to get a kickback on that. Which is funny. Speaking in many which, ways. buy a Samsung screen because no well, so photo. Exactly. I mean, that's the one thing that I've ever encountered. And fortunately, like I do have my work up in that Samsung store. And once a month, I see a royalty statement down to the second of time that the, those fo- like photos are on people's screens. So for and people for people listening, like there's like these Samsung frames that you can get, and Noah's work is one of the ones in the curated gallery of like what you can what you can yeah. pay to, you know, you pay what, what, I guess you pay like a month. It's $5, fee, $5, $5 a, month, a yeah. month. So it's the Samsung art store. And yeah, I mean, there's stuff from the Louvre and, you know, like mm, right. masters wow. painting. I think they said <laughs> like, like, uh, 
you know, the Louvre makes hundreds of thousands of dollars a, yeah. a month from wow. from in royalty. That's wild. So it's it's actually somewhat genius. And ima- but imagine that like on Facebook, yes. right? And yes. the royalty from advertising revenue is split. Oh, dude, and yeah. Even if it was point, and I mean literally, it's like I did the math on what I get on Samsung, and it is like literally like point zero 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 six cents or something yeah. per per hour or right. something, you know, it's, right. Right. but that's better than nothing. And you would yeah. think like, like with NFT technology, somehow baked into the, you could always trace it back to the original source and the royalty could pay out. And that would be great. That to me is like the ultimate goal for this technology. Yeah. I really like the thing that you guys do on JPEG 2000 where I think it's not. Jim. I think you guys do this where you talk mm-hmm. about projects that you have seen recently that you like. Did I get that from you guys? Maybe sometimes we do that, but maybe well, not. Well, I'll just ask you: Have you seen any any projects recently that have uh, that have caught your fancy? Oh God! You know something? I know you. I knew you did this on this show and forgot to prepare for it. But I I will say. That you know, we we did the, This is a little old. The Babbies, that the Babbies project. Love the Babbies. But, but, but like Vivian just said, exactly. Oh, they're they? doing this thing where you can where abort you can, like, your Babby. You, oh, no. you can abort one. Oh, no. But they, but they will, <laughs> but, but they, they will donate. pay. Yeah, they yes, will donate. Yes, yes, of course, of course. Oh, that's great. There. It says, "Have a baby you no longer want. It's your choice. Oh, abort God. your baby here." And it's like babby.xyz slash abortion. In the we'll context donate, of that project, that is so disturbing. We'll donate point one each for each for the first hundred babbies to support Holy safe moly. abortions. Oh, yes. unicorn I'm going to do gal. that. I'm going yeah, to Did we do oh, it, Vivian? Because we were going to abort I'm our babby to support abortion babby. rights. Oh, so yeah, we for, can. For sure. well, let's abort. Let's, uh, yeah. We haven't um, done it yet. That is really There's so, another one. That that fits so perfectly with the with their whole aesthetic. Exactly. With their entire Vivian, uh, do you have do you have a project that you like that you've seen? There were oh, fuck. I can't remember the name of it. Uh but it was basically like about like photography and like facial recognition software and like but I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> there, it's it's pretty slow right now, to be honest. Like like right. things things have slowed down to such a degree. Honestly, everyone's building. We're all building. Yeah, everyone's, right? building. Yeah. Yeah. everyone's building. Just keep building. In JPEG 2000, we uh, minted something using this new like tool that Context made called Mint Fun. Yes, and I've been using Mint Fun. I have a. Yeah. I have a. Uh, <laughs> we're turning into a, an ad for Context now, but I have a. What do you call it? Like a bookmark to to mm-hmm. Mint Fun because I'm just like what like just look at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Noah saw something on Mint Fun called My Fucking Egg. And I saw that. We, I saw that. And yeah. I went to go look out like to see if they had rendered yet and they like hadn't. And hatched. I was on I was on hatched. the open seat. Yeah, hatched. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> it's really funny to me. The devs are like bullying people basically. Yeah. So like if you list <laughs> your if you if you list your egg on yeah. OpenSea for under the mint price, yeah. it has this art on it that's just like 
you're fucking the floor, so we're not revealing your art. <laughs> and then for anybody who doesn't have their shit listed, yeah. there's an art that says, like, don't fuck the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, that's funny. I don't... Like, I have no idea what this art looks like. I know, it still hasn't revealed. So So, I think it's just fucking funny. (laughs) So so there was a, uh, I'm pretty sure, I I don't know if if this is actually the case. There was, I want to say back in 2021 sometimes in those heady days, there was a project that launched called My Fucking Pickle. Do you guys remember this? Or did you see it? So I'm pretty sure My Fucking Egg... When I saw that on Mint Fun is a reference to my fucking pickle. If you look it up, it's just it's just a generative project with a bunch of pixels. Although I think at first it might have just been literally ten thousand identical pickles, and it minted out instantly and made oh yeah made millions of dollars. Right. Mint Fun is interesting because it 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 sort of takes advantage of this new thing of like free mints like the goblin the the goblin uh related everybody now is doing a free mint or at least some variation of a free mint you know you can go to mint fun and just like click on fr- free and just like mm-hmm. mint all the mint all the free things mm-hmm. Ooh, like the not hey. like the not Sorry. moon turtles no go ahead i'm just checking and i'm like refreshing the metadata and yeah. the eggs are loading oh what do they look like Ah, uh, they look like fucking eggs. Oh yeah, I got my egg. All right. <laughs> this guy, yeah. this guy looks rare. Yeah, I mean, is that is that what where we're at now? Where it's just like free, and then hope that one thing becomes valuable. Yeah, I think what, the, like, I what, think the that idea is. Oh, these eggs are kind of cool looking, actually. Yeah, I don't hate them. I, I was know, sort of expecting to hate them, but I don't. They have a kind of retro, a, a kind of heavy line retro look to them almost, right? I feel like they look like Rick and Morty characters. Ah, oh, I could see that. Um, like, I'm seeing what anyway. you, I'm seeing what you're talking about with the, with the, um, they update the metadata. It says delist, delist, game over. You fucked the floor below 0.06. Don't buy. I will not. It will not be revealing. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I relate I to that. I relate to that honestly. <laughs> like with Song a Day, I was so. It's so demoralizing to like see people just like list it for less. List it. For, here's a song that I wrote on like the day that my wife's water broke. Oh, I'm just gonna like list that for like five dollars or something. Like like seriously, what's wrong with you people? I feel like, though, like, even though I think it's funny and I, like, understand why, it's, like, theoretically bad for the space, you know? Yes. Because, like, because the idea is basically, like, you shouldn't be allowed to, like, hold stuff hostage like that. Right. Sure. And I don't know. It's just kind of like, okay, well, like, if, if, what precedent does that set? So, yeah, there's know. a there's a spectrum of decentralization, right? And something like my fucking egg, where they have the ability, and I actually have this ability in Song of Day too, for different reasons. But like, they have the ability to change the change. If they change the metadata, it changes the image at any time. Like they just yeah, have that ability. and like <laughs> right, you know, like what if I'm just like, haha, like I'm changing the metadata. These are all fucking yes. dick pics now. Like yes. Oh, absolutely. Uh, or just like, know, haha, like, I don't know. Sorry. Many projects have that ability, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
Um, some projects don't. I have it in Song of Day specifically because, you know, with Song of Day, I'm, and you'll have to have this too, Noah, because we're manually, like we're manually um, dealing with every single song slash photo. Yeah. And so there's plenty of songs where it's like it turned out that I uploaded the wrong, mm. it's the wrong song. And I need to be able to upload, right. update the metadata, put the right mm. song with the right mm. thing, you know? Yeah. And like mm -hmm. when you're dealing with 5,000 songs, or in your case, 20,000 photos or whatever, like that's going to happen. Totally. Yeah, I mean, well, just to go back a little bit and just speak to, like, why people are in this in the first place. And it's like, I mean, I think for JPEG 2000, we are specifically looking for projects that are made by artists who are very serious about their exactly. work. And, like, are, yeah. are, you know, using NFTs as a way, like, as an option for their art practice, as a way to sell and maintain, like, their studios, And that, that would not describe um, my fucking egg. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're just like like literal DJs who are just yeah. like, well, we're just gonna do this, and maybe maybe we'll make a million dollars, or maybe we won't, and no one gives a shit, and fuck them, and we're just like, yes. we're trolling the internet. Yeah. And I mean, I think you know, people probably bought your songs because they heard they just fell into the hype machine and like 100%. you know, a aped in, and uh, you know, and then they're like, oh wait, this isn't gonna moon. This isn't going to make me rich. Like, I'm, I guess I'll just lose money on it and <laughs> just, just, is, just I still unload don't understand. it. I still yeah, don't I don't understand, understand the yeah. like, yeah. like selling at a loss for yeah. for art. You know, like just hold it. But yeah. obviously, there's tons of people in this space who have absolutely no interest in holding the actual art or know anything or care about the artists themselves, and are like strictly in it for financial reasons, which just seems like a bad idea for them. Yeah, I don't know why people like paper hand. You know, it's like something mints out and they're just immediately selling it for below what they paid for it. And I'm I like, what? I, so I'm like, what's going what I, on here? From what I understand, like the, the way it's described to me, and this still doesn't quite make sense to me, but the way they describe it is like, they're doing it so quickly. They're like, they're like minting, right. they're minting one thing and then immediately minting another thing. And what they're doing is there's like, what they're just trying to capture whatever else, whatever is left of the value that they got of the, to put into something else. Right. Like it's like liquidity. It's like, I just, I just need more yeah. liquidity to put into this thing yeah. this, in case this thing goes. Like it's opportunity cost of like, right. you know. I, I mean, those people never listen. Yeah, they never listened to the song in the first place. It was right. like exactly. literally just, it's just like an asset on their ledger. And Precisely. they're just, so, I mean, that's, that is something that like people who are serious about the space do have to deal with and reconcile that it is um, just something major, that happens here. It's a major part. It's a major yeah. part of the, of the buyers, of the buyers and the sellers in the space. And that's sort of. It's unfortunate, right? But it's also just sort of the way things are right now. Yeah. I mean, it's probably how everything has always been, not to be that guy, but it's yeah. like, you know, I mean, that and that said, like when I buy art, physical art, yeah. I'm not buying it as an investment. I'm no. buying it because I like that artist and I want that artist to have my money. So like, I don't really care. Like, I don't care if the floor on your project, Jonathan, is... Yeah. Point zero zero three. You know, it means yeah. nothing to me because, right. like, because it, it, it's different. It's a different rubric yeah, that we use. Exactly. Right. Exactly. 
We should wrap up here. You guys listening to this, definitely go listen to JPEG 2000. Start at the beginning. I think that one thing I really appreciate about about our podcast, and I think it'll be true about yours, is like the content is evergreen. Like there, it's you'll be able to listen to it. You'll be able to listen to it now. It'll be just as relevant as the day you released it, and you'll be able to listen to it in a year, and it'll still be just as as relevant. You know, it's because it's. And it also, it's just great. I love it. I love it, you guys. You you got, you are doing a great job. Paul, you're doing great. I appreciate everything that you're doing on the podcast. That's what I want to say. Thank you, Jonathan. You're welcome. You can follow these guys at JPEG2000. The Twitter handle is JPEG2000? It's yes, JPEG2 and then O-O-O. They're not zeros. It's like JPEG 2000, JPEG with an E, and then 2000, but instead of zeros, it's O's. Was was the, was 2000 taken? Was that like... Yeah, like any everything. iteration of yeah. anything was yeah. taken. Was taken, yeah. It was all you can, taken. You can follow Noah at Noah Kalina. You can follow Vivian, and Vivian is vulgar. You can follow me at Song of Day Man. You can find my intrepid co-host who's not here at One of the Many Mats. And since he's not here to say it, I'll have to say it. Get nifty, everybody. Get nifty. Get nifty. Yeah. Yeah.